neighbors, and welcome to Imagine the Potential Podcast. My name is David Limerick, and I am a behavioral financial advisor with We Street Wealth Management. Your financial plan is yours to write. Imagine the potential if you had the tools to create it. No matter what chapter you are in, we want to provide you with the tools you need to write your financial story. Welcome to Imagine the Potential Podcast. Now this week, I want to go through the actual financial planning process and discuss the steps that I use with some of my clients. In previous episodes, we discussed about holistic financial planning and that we use a top-down approach rather than working from the bottom up. Now the question is this, what does a top-down approach actually look like and how do we get there? For me, This means that when I do a planning session with a potential client, I start with what I call my 30,000-foot view. And then we begin to move downward, starting with our values, then our goals, and working toward the actual investments and the implementation. But what are the steps of the process? Well, we'll do it this way. We will walk through discovering your values, setting your goals, doing the financial analysis, going over the implementation of it, and review, and then review again. Now, understand we'll work very closely together throughout this whole process. So let's start with identifying your values. How do we identify our values? Our values are defined as our core belief system around which we live our lives. If you've listened to many of the podcasts, you have heard me talk about values-based investing and planning, but what is the process for discovering your values? Well, at We Street Wealth Management, I take my clients through a process, if they're interested, in discovering how to find out their actual values. And this is the way it works. I actually have a deck of cards. It has 52 values listed on it. It could list wealth. It could list independence. It could list education or health care. And we go through those, and you look at them, and you lay them all out, and then you say, okay, we narrow it down to our top 25. Then we look at it again. We take those top 25 and we go, okay, I need you to go to 15. Then we go to 15. Then from 15, we go to 10. And then we go from 10 to five. The five that are left at the end of the conversation actually are what we would define your core values. Now, what's very interesting in this is my job is to simply define the uh, idea of, say, financial independence. What does that mean? I don't give any advice on should you do this or should you be this. This is you discovering what your values are. Now, once we have set that and we know what your values are, then we can go to the process of goal setting. Now, goal setting comes after the values discovery because if you don't know your values, your goals will not be consistent. And we're always talking about alignment. Many people do not understand what it means to set a goal, and so they never do it, and they don't go through the process. Now, when I'm working with a client, I use what I call my SMART method. It's nothing special, but it's just very simple. We keep things simple, measurable, achievable, reviewable, transferable, and tax efficient. Now, when I say simple, I don't mean what we may be talking about may not be complicated, but I do mean that I will make it understandable to you. You will understand what we're doing. Years ago, I heard someone make a statement, and they said this. They said, if you can explain something 
understandably to someone else, or they can understand it, then you actually understand what you're doing. Sometimes I think financial advisors try to speak in a way that clients don't necessarily understand because it's our vernacular. But what I do is make it simple so you can understand what you are doing. The next thing we do is we make things measurable. Now, all goals must be measured. If the goal cannot be measured, how do we know when we've even achieved it? Now, the standard that you choose to measure your goals by will help keep you on track and will help you do the things necessary to achieve the goals you've set. Now, the A stands for achievable. Now, goals must be achievable and not arbitrary. If measuring yield is the goal, then the desirable return must be, listen, it must be a fair representation of the current market and economic conditions. Otherwise, it's just a wish and a prayer. In other words, the goal of the returns must be realistic. Many times people get off in their goal setting because they set unrealistic achievable goals. The R stands for reviewable. The goals must be reviewed minimally on an annual basis. And listen, any goals that are not reviewed and reset are really just wishes and not actual goals. Because see, there's an actual difference between a goal and a wish. You may wish to lose weight or save money, but if you're not willing to do to achieve, then it's just a wish. So the goals have to be reviewed and readjusted. You know, there are life events that happen, you know, like an untimely death, divorce, a marriage, even the blessing of a child that's unexpected. These things can occur and it will change the course of our lives. And if not addressed, one missed goal can set off our plan totally. And we may not recognize it until it's too late. Now, our final step of the SMART process is T. And T stands for tax efficient, meaning we will use tax efficient vehicles, whether it's IRAs, even look at your 401ks and investments like this to help you plan for tax issues, whether we're looking at capital gains, short or long term. But understand that's just part of the process. The other part of the process is transferable because whether we like it or not, none of us are going to leave this world alive. And we want to make sure that your wishes are met when you decide not to be here any longer. I'll work with your estate attorneys, making sure your wills and your trust that they are actually written the way you want them written in alignment with your goals. And then we will make sure that these goals are met by the transferring of your wealth the way you desire it to be transferred. The next step in the plan is after we've discovered our values, we've done our smart goal planning, we actually look at a financial analysis. And this is simply a picture or a snapshot of where you are today. Doesn't mean good or bad. It's just where you are. And if you don't know where you are, how do we know what steps to take to get us to where we want to go? The key is to begin the planning process and moving forward and not stay where this snapshot is taken. This can be as detailed as you would like or it can be very cursory. However, I do believe that a detailed picture will give me more information in which to help you build a plan of action for your finances. I can also help with the budgeting and other money issues such as college planning and insurance needs. 
This is all included with the financial analysis. Now, our next step is to review and implement the plan. You know, you can have the greatest plans laid out, but until you implement them, they're not going to work. Then lastly, we annually review the goals that we've set and review the investments to make any changes that need to be made as life events may have happened. Now, the process of financial success can be very intimidating to tackle, but with a values-based financial plan, you can align your values and goals with your money to make a financial plan that you are willing to stick to. So imagine your potential when you plan for your financial future. Thank you for joining me for Imagine the Potential podcast. The opinions voiced in this show's podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision.